Welcome to another episode of Chilling with Teddy G, where we discuss anything and everything with absolutely no sugar and no frost. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's all uncooked here. We serve it up one way, raw. So sit back and enjoy us for the next few minutes and uh, let me into your homes or your jobs or your cars, wherever you may be. My name is Ted Greer and I'm your host here at Chilling with Teddy G. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. In today's episode, it's going to be about uh, potluck, which means you don't know what you're going to get when we serve it up, but we guarantee you it's going to be raw. So I hope you grab yourself your favorite uh, cup of coffee, your tea, or your latte, whichever you prefer. And uh, sit back and listen to this content coming out of this uh, potluck dinner. One of the ingredients that's uh, in this potluck dinner is uh, Gail King. I thought we had dished her up and served all of it. That was the in the pot, but obviously uh, that wasn't it. She's still receiving a lot of backlash over her interview with Lisa Leslie and drilling her about uh, Kobe Bryant and even had the nerve to say he's a rapist and then continued to drill her about it even though Leslie was so elegant and so um, on point and shut Gil King down when uh, she was trying to grill her about uh, Kobe Bryant and trying to associate what happened with him uh, in his case, that was dismissed. Let's remember that, ladies and gentlemen. His case was dismissed. Charges dropped. So not only is he not a racist, but there's never been no formal charges uh, against him. And then after uh, she grills him like this and she receives all this backlash, especially from uh, 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 Snoop Dogg and uh, 50 Cent and, and others, <clears throat> uh, like Vicki Dillard, and, and uh, really ran in on her and Dr. Boyce, uh, Boyce Watkins, he laid into her. Uh, Willie D laid into her. Uh, uh, the list goes on and on. Ricky Smiley, I mean, the list goes on and on. Who who grilled her about her or her insensitive um, interview about Kobe Bryant and, and just her male bashing techniques, period. You know, that's what her, her and Oprah Winfrey do. They male bash people. But anyway, Snoop Dogg is in this uh, dinner potluck too. And I am really concerned about the fact that he he gave two apologies about uh, his comments and his statements, which definitely surprises me because that's not like Snoop Dogg. I mean, I felt his his comments were, were strong, you know, with the way that he kind of called uh, Gil out of her name. 
but uh, I don't think they warranted an, an apology, especially a second one. But then you think about uh, uh, who threatened him. Maybe that's the reason why he backed down. I don't know. I mean, this uh, 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 Susan Rice or whatever, who's uh, supposedly got these uh, uh, high connections with uh, FBI and Secret Service and different other um, agencies may have been the reason why he backed down. Or who knows, maybe it was his, his uh, job with uh, uh, Martha Stewart, uh, Viacom, whoever that is that pays him. It's like it's the same one that pays uh, Gil King. I mean, that could have been the issue, too. There's no really way of telling the reason why he made his uh, two apologies. But I myself don't understand him. To me, it was out of his character. To me, he did not actually threaten... Um, Gail King, which is another reason why I'm tripping on Oprah Winfrey when she first came on television and acting like she's breaking down in tears and these white woman tears about uh, Gail King is being threatened and she's got to hire extra security. Well, I already told y'all my feedback on that if you listen to uh, my earlier episodes on this issue which I'm not going to stay on it too much longer. I basically just wanted to say, I just didn't understand Snoop Dogg, uh, given, uh, this, uh, these apologies. Well, um, especially the second apology. The first one was more or less about his language and, uh, and him calling her out of her name. Okay, fine. I understand that I get this, but this second apology is just beyond me. Uh, you know, it makes me think that, uh, um, I don't know if the paycheck was involved or he was uh, frightened or scared for his life because of the obvious threat that uh, Susan Rice made. I mean, she made it obvious. And I still say, like I said before, ladies and gentlemen, if anything happened to Snoop or if something uh, 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 mysterious, go, you, she had something to do with it. I guarantee you that. But anyway, let me tell you what else is in this uh, uh, potluck. Is that uh, finally Vanessa Bryant has uh, gotten everything together and we have a date for the uh, uh, homegoing service of her daughter and her husband. So um, that brings some closure to a lot of the madness that I know that was going on around uh, everything that she had to do. Uh, so, uh, uh, thank God that part of the pressure <clears throat> has been taken off of her, even, even though the funeral was still a, a few days away, at least she's got that part of it, uh, um, taken care of and it's leaving some room for her to breathe and, and to do some grieving and, and whatnot. So we uh, thank God that that part is over with and that all she has to do now is just uh, deal with the uh, the funeral itself. And then she'll be able to uh, put that part of her life behind her and start focusing on the new days that's going to be ahead of her life without 
husband and daughter. And Harvey Weinstein, he's definitely still inside this uh, potluck dinner. He's on uh, trial for his uh, alleged uh, rape and um, sexual abuse of, I think, six women now has come up against him. And this has been going on for years, ladies and gentlemen, except this court case just got started. So it goes to show you about... Uh, uh, power, money, white privilege. And I believe if uh, the black media uh, had not kept at it like they diligently did, he wouldn't be up for no charges because everybody know about him and they know about uh, Mike Douglas who's dead now who, who had accusations brought against him. Never a, a, a charge, though. Never a formal charge. And uh, other people like him, uh, uh, Matt Lauer, you know, got fired, but no charges. And this list goes on and on and on about these uh, 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 white blue-eyed doubles who, who uses their power, prestige, and mainly their white privilege to escape prosecution. But uh, uh, Weinstein is finally in uh, uh, court. Doesn't mean he's going to get convicted, though, ladies and gentlemen. It doesn't mean that he's going to do one iota of time. Remember, I, I think about the case that uh, uh, a few months back, uh, the end of uh, last year, somewhere in last year, this, this white guy was convicted of uh, a child rape and child molestation of a 14-year-old girl was found guilty and was given probation. Tell me about white privilege. Not one iota of time. And if you could have seen this uh, fat slob, uh, uh, you would know why he probably couldn't get no kind of woman unless he paid for it, which obviously he wasn't trying to do. Yeah, he was trying to pay for it, use some uh, lollipops, uh, some blow pops, some some uh, uh, some candy. But yeah, this guy absolutely no time whatsoever. If you don't believe me, look look that case up. In fact, let me see if I I got it on my file here. Let's see. I know I got that. Some oh here it is right here. Joseph Mills plea agreement removes the kidnapping and statutory rape charges, but he pleads guilty to molesting an eleven. Oh, it wasn't a fourteen year old. Eleven year old girl and gets probation tell me about white privilege yeah can you believe it because i can't because i guarantee you if he was a black man he would have been under the jail and it would have been all over the uh, mainstream media you didn't find this on mainstream media i didn't i wouldn't even known about it if i had to been doing some research on something else and just uh, uh 
just happened to come across here. A Missouri man who pleaded guilty to molesting an 11 year old girl has evaded jail time. Instead, he's getting five years of supervised probation. Now, Joseph Robert Mills, 22, who was sentenced in Greene County Court on Friday after pleading guilty in March to the third degree child molestation as part of his plea deal. In exchange for his guilty plea, prosecutors agreed to dismiss the child kidnapping, remember now, child kidnapping, and first degree statutory rape charges that he was also faced with. Show you about right, white privilege, ladies and gentlemen. Under Missouri law, third-degree child molestation is considered a Class C felony punishable by up to 3 to 10 years in prison. Or a shorter term if coupled with a $10,000 fine. And he got neither. This was a part of what he pleaded guilty to. Third-degree child molestation which is a, 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 a class C felony, which is punishable by jail time. This man still got no jail time and still got no fine. Yep, that's in your uh, potluck dinner. Let's see what else we have. Oh yeah, let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, this potluck is full of uh, white privilege. Here's another one where this uh, guy, this white guy, who was a school bus driver, raped a 14-year-old girl, and he will not go to prison, ladies and gentlemen. Shane Pinch raped a 14-year-old girl who rode his bus in upstate New York. His sentence of a 10 years probation has prompt outrage. You think? I'm sure it did. But I guarantee you, not only is he not going to go to jail, but this so-called outrage that you hear, you won't be hearing it for long. He was her bus driver, referring her to school in uh, uh, Waterton, a small city in upstate New York. Then one day last summer, um, having piled her with gifts and alcohol, he invited the 14-year-old to his home and he raped her. The driver, Sean Pinch, 26, pleaded guilty to third degree rape earlier this year, but insists, but instead of going to prison as the victim's family had hoped for, Mr. Pinch was sentenced on Thursday to 10 years of probation. He was also assigned the lowest level status on New York's sex offenders registry. Registry now. Can you are you getting this? Are you feeling this white privilege? Are you 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 tasting this this raw potluck? According to the officials with the uh, state Supreme Court in uh, Jefferson County, the level one status is reserved for offenders with a low risk of committing another sexual crime. It means that his future addresses will not be made public. Come on, people. Oh, I know you white folks out there is enjoying this potluck dinner, aren't you?
I know it's tasting mighty good, even though we served it up to you raw. But I guarantee you, I want to ask you, where is the Me Too movement? Who's also in this potluck dinner? Where is the outcry for these uh, young girls? These 14-year-olds and 11-year-olds. Where are you guys at? I've never heard one of you speak out against anything that... Uh, Though the, the tragic event that doesn't happen to those uh, young ladies. I haven't heard you on this side. Side none whatsoever. And then let's not forget about uh, uh, last year we had that doctor in Houston, Sharif Kasim. Uh, uh, he was given 10 years uh, uh, probation after he raped one of his own patients. Uh, uh, Susan Estridge, a professor at the University of Southern California Law School, called it shocking that Mr. Pinch was allowed to plead guilty to what he said was watered-down third-degree rape charges. It's outrageous, she said. This is, this is back to the future. This is what we were fighting against for uh, 30 years. Yeah, of course it was. And then, you know what? I'm glad she said that because let me expound on that. Let's deconstruct this. Okay. When, when, when blacks were held down as slaves, we got to remember that uh, the white man ran everything. Women had no say in it whatsoever. And I'm talking about you privileged white women. Y'all were being raped and you couldn't get anything done about it because uh, everybody who was uh, raping you was your white mans, your white husbands, your white fathers, your white brothers who also controlled what? Everything else. They controlled the authorities. They controlled what little government that they had. You guys couldn't vote. You couldn't speak. You couldn't say anything but be submissive to your uh, husbands or your fathers or whoever was in charge of the uh, house or plantation or, or, or governed over uh, whatever powers that you had. They all had it. So what you are seeing today was the same thing that you were seeing back then. Except back then, you couldn't say nothing about it. Now, today, you can say something about it, and the organizations who should be saying something, I don't hear them saying diddly. I don't hear them saying uh, HHIT. None whatsoever. No excuses. Come on. And then right here it says, uh, she says, the plea agreement effectively blamed the 14-year-old victim. You got this 26-year-old guy who's giving this girl alcohol and gifts and, 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 and luring her to his house. But somehow, the 14-year-old girl is at blame. The 14-year-old victim is somehow the cause of this happening. I can imagine this is the reason why they're having all the backlashes that they're having in this court. They're leaning over backwards to protect uh, these white men. 
to protect these uh, predators, to protect these molesters, these rapists, who's not doing one ounce of jail time, and you, we all know why. Because in jail, they don't discriminate. You come in there as a rapist, you come in there as a child molester. Oh, it's them inmates' duty to go up in they booty. And believe me, that's the reason why their counterparts are keeping them out of prison. What else we got in this potluck dinner? Kevin Spacey, another one. Accused uh, 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 of uh, uh, groping uh, uh, a young teen, actually a a, a man, uh, a young male, at a resort bar in 2016. He gets away with it too, ladies and gentlemen. For some reason, the uh, accuser uh, refused to testify, and probably because Kevin Spacey. Paid him under the table to make it go away. But they're saying that it has something to do with a missing cell phone that the defendant said contained information supporting the actor's claims of his uh, indiscretions. The Spacey was charged with an indecent assault and battery last year in the only criminal case that has been brought against the actor since his career collapsed amidst a slew of sexual misconduct allegations. Yeah. Exactly. I ain't seen nothing from him since then, and, and you won't. But he ain't in jail. And he has not been in front of no judge. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, he probably will never be. But, uh, uh, Black people, black America, the, you know, they know this. They expect this. That's the reason why we act the way we do when it comes to uh, issues that we can only find out on the, <clears throat> on uh, uh, black social media networks. That's where we get a lot of our information from because they're definitely not streaming any of this information on, uh, on uh, mainstream media. And if they do, it's for 30 seconds, and then you never hear about it again unless it involves a black man. Then it's on every 30 minutes, on every major network. But, uh, yeah, other than that, you guys need to continue to uh, search out these black media uh, social network so you can get this news and this information that you wouldn't otherwise hear on mainstream media. As well as, I want to tell you guys something too about these uh, cell phones, which is how we do receive a lot of this uh, information on, the, on these uh, social platforms, on these black media outlet uh, channels. It's because of you guys' successful uses with your cell phones. So I encourage you to uh, keep your cell phones with you at all times. Keep recording. Record anything and everything. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, when you're recording, hold your phone um, horizontal and not vertical. 
when you hold it that way horizontal, you get more of the uh, background, more of the scenery of, of what's going on compared to uh, holding it um, uh, vertical where we have are forced to uh, uh, see just a little bit of it and then we're blurring out the edges of the uh, rest that could be potential good video footage if you hold your phone at a uh, horizontal angle. And I guarantee you, I need all of you guys to uh, continue to use your uh, cameras on your phone. I don't care if you don't have cell phone service. The camera still works. Don't leave that phone at home or stop using it because for whatever reason you weren't able to uh, continue your service. You'll get your service back on one day. And then if you don't, you got to remember your phone is just uh, a mini computer. The camera still works on it. If you're in a uh, Wi-Fi area or if you're in a hot spot, that still works on your phone. You can still be able to upload and download on your phone. <clears throat> if you're in the, uh, a Wi-Fi area or you're in a uh, hot spot. You know, like say you're at your cousin's house and uh, he has Wi-Fi. Okay, well, uh, uh, use this Wi-Fi and you can upload your uh, your videos that you've recorded or you can stay in touch with your social media. And, uh, you know, they have quite a few services out here that if you're in a uh, Wi-Fi area, well, you can still make phone calls. I know a lot of people who do that today. They don't even uh, subscribe to AT&T or, or Sprint or T-Mobile because they know all they got to do is go to a uh, hotspot or some Wi-Fi area and they have downloaded some uh, app on their phone like uh, Text for Free. That service lets you make phone calls. It gives you a phone number as well. Excuse me. <laughs> as well as uh, being able to uh, make phone calls. So I'm asking all black people of all ages, keep them cell phones handy and keep them recording. That's also a part of this uh, potluck dinner that we're having here. Keep them cell phones handy. What else we have in here that we can dish up? Let's see. Uh, okay, we got that. Yes, and here's something else that's in this uh, potluck. <clears throat> I encourage each and every one of you guys to uh, support a bunch of the uh, black social media uh, uh, platforms that's out here. You, you have so many of them that brings you uh, important uh, up-to-date content on what's happening in uh, uh, your community. Uh, there's so many of them, ones that I uh, subscribe to. Um, the the uh, uh, African Diaspora. Uh, Roland Martin Unfiltered. Uh, there's a uh, 
There's just so many. I, I listened to uh, uh, the uh, uh, interviews with the Breakfast Club and uh, the rumor reports and uh, uh, the uh, um, Fly Nubian Queen. I love her channel right there. And that channel is basically uh, um, for women. Uh, FlyNubianQueen.com. That's where you can go and register if you're a woman to uh, get her content. And this is a very educated and to the point, don't pull no punches, tell you just like it is a uh, 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 Vicky Diller. You'll love her. Trust me. She has a, a very uh, um, intelligent <clears throat> and intimate and provocative uh black female uh, point of view with a bunch of topics that uh, all of my Nubian queens should be uh, interested in. So so check her out. But like I say, there's so many others. There's, there's I, I listen to uh, 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 Willie D. Uh, uh, he's very informative. I listen to uh, uh, Black World, I, <clears throat> um, Dr. Voice Watkins, Voice Watkins, and uh, I believe he's also the uh, um, commentator for uh, the uh, It's Your Black World, which is another uh, very good uh, um, program. And uh, there are so many other ones out here, ladies and gentlemen, that you can subscribe to that I wish you would and get off of this mainstream media and support a bunch of these uh, uh, black, um, black-owned black networks. That's why you got to love social media. And I, and I uh, encourage you guys to start your own if you don't have one. Start you some type of a, a, um, blog or, or a podcast or some type of short uh, um, YouTube channel so your point can be heard because it's one thing for sure. Um, white mainstream media, y'all, wants to take control of this, and they can't. But they want to so bad because out here, you have a voice. I have a voice right now. A voice that they wish that they could censor. But they can't right now. Because you know they always find a way around everything. That's why I encourage everybody. Start your own channels. Support the other channels that's um, out here. Uh, um, before they find a way to censor it. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, they've already found some ways to censor it. Uh, like on YouTube, you can't you can't have certain things playing in the back background. I guess copyrighted music or or videos or something or and and uh, different other issues. You see, uh, they took off uh, uh, what they consider um, controversial um, black speakers like uh, um, the honorable um, um, Minister Farrakhan. Oh, yeah, they took him off. But 
there's some white radical groups that's still growing on here. So, you know, they haven't took total control, but believe me, they are trying to bring censorship to this otherwise free speaking um, digital media. Just to make you aware of that. That's why I tell y'all to, to keep your cameras rolling. Subscribe to a bunch of uh, these uh, uh, platforms out here that's bringing you this news and content that's um, unchallenged by uh, mainstream media. They're bringing you the content that mainstream media won't bring to you. You know, they're, 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 they're full of uh, uh, informative information and uh, uh, events that uh, you can be uh, uh, a part of. So I, I, I encourage you to uh, uh, start your own um, YouTube channel, start your own podcast. Uh, subscribe and like a bunch of the ones that's out here already. There's plenty of them out here. Check them out. I'm stirring this pot to see what else we got in this potluck dinner for you guys. Uh, it's full of stuff today. Camille Cosby is in this uh, in this potluck dinner. You know, and, and that's a shame. Uh, Camille don't don't bother nobody, and in the midst all of this turmoil that's going on today, y'all even brought her out to uh, make a a tweet in the uh, issues that's going on. Um, it, I mean, y'all brought out Camille Cosby. This lady been minding her business for years, right? But no, no, she did go on Instagram. She said, history repeats itself again, again, and multiple more agains. The relentless, stereotypical portrayals of people of color, and I will specify African-American men for the purpose of this statement, and the ever-present, unproven accusations of black men as sexually deviant, brutal black bucks are repetitive obsessions in most general media. Their messengers are all too enthusiastically ready to disseminate the particular horrific racist imageries that are forever the demonization of black men. The media's current attempts to supersede Mr. Kobe Bryant's celebrated history with an old case that was unproven and dismissed are downright parasitic and cruel. And the media's numerous messengers are participants in that deplorable behavior and disrespect for Mr. Bryant's wife, children, and family. Anyone who has suddenly lost a spouse, child, or loved one intensely knows the emotional, penetrating traumas of that kind of shock. I certainly do. And I am in agreement with her because I've had my issues of... Uh death in my family and, and, and uh, 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 other issues going on at the same time that where I certainly would not have been able to address the issues that I needed to address if everything was going on in my life that's going on in uh, Vanessa's life uh, right now, for an, for an example.
you know? And I'm 100% sure uh, uh, Camille is pointing the finger at Oprah Winfrey and, and at Gail King. You know she is. And any other uh, black sellout uh, people that they put in front of the screen as supposed to be black voices for us to be heard when they're nothing more than uh, the racist tool that they use to uh, dishonor uh, uh, black men and to destroy the uh, image of uh, of the uh, black man, as well as it's just it's just uh, destructive to the uh, black community as a whole. What else is in this uh, potluck? Oh, here's something interesting. Where are all of the uh, real black voices that we need to be heard right now on uh, these issues? Like like uh, this interview with uh, uh, Gail King and, and the uh, awful, insensitive questions that she asked and... and uh, and the uh, death of uh, Kobe Bryant and his daughter. I haven't heard from the Obamas. I haven't heard from any one of them. The only one we have heard from in the Obama administration is uh, Susan Lynn Rice. And we know what she's talking about. But I, I, there's a quite a few people that I haven't heard from who uh, Tiger Woods haven't heard from him. You know, uh, these powerful black voices that need to be out here, uh, uh, Tyler Perry. Haven't heard him say anything about all of these issues that's going on between uh Oprah and uh, Gail King and, and a bunch of the backlash that we receive. And I haven't heard nothing from them. They're staying quiet and, and they're in a corner saying, listen, just be quiet, Michelle. We're out of sight. We're out of mind. But you do have the ones who's who's been who's speaking up and who's been speaking up. Like I told you, Monique tried to warn us a long time about this. Uh, um, Michael Jackson even tried to warn us when he was alive. When he had that uh, 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 interview with uh, uh, Oprah. Cat Williams tried to warn us. There's many people out here who've been sending the message, but you guys ain't been listening or you... Uh, you uh, you brush it off as 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 a uh, rhetoric up until something like right now happens, and then boom, it smacks you in your face, and then you be like, "Oh, now I know what uh, Cat William was saying. Oh yeah, now I understand Monique. Oh right, yeah, I get what Michael Jackson was saying. Yeah, you're getting it now after he did." You're getting it now, yeah, after Kobe Bryant's dead. 
Yeah, you're getting it now. I wish you had it got it then when they told you a long, long ago. Elijah McLean, he's in this uh, potluck dinner as well. I don't know if you guys remember him, but he was a black guy who was walking home from the grocery store. And uh, he had his head covered up with a hoodie, just like uh, Trayvon Martin. And uh, someone felt it necessary to uh, call the police on, on him. Anyway, after they called the police on him, they the police ended up killing this guy. No, he had no weapon, no prior criminal history or anything like that. And uh, they killed his brother. And not only did they kill him. Yeah, that's right. I mean, the guy was cold. He was anemic. He had on a, a face mask or, you know, one of those skull caps with the holes in the mop in it or whatever because he was uh, uh, he was cold. He was covering himself up. And then the uh, police come in and question him and, and escalated and now he's dead. So anyway, listen at this uh uh, news interview. We start with breaking news tonight at 10. Newly released body camera video from Aurora Police is giving us new insight into the moments before Elijah McLean's August death. Now, someone called police to report McLean as a suspicious man wearing a ski mask and waving his hands. The 23-year-old was walking home from a convenience store. His family said he wore the ski mask because he was anemic and was often cold. Police stopped him while he was walking. They say he was resisting arrest. So they put him in a carotid control hold and he passed out. And then when paramedics arrived on scene, they chose to administer the sedative ketamine, something Aurora Fire says is standard protocol around our region. Stop. Stop. I have a right to stop you because you're being suspicious. Stop, dude. All right. Just drag it right behind his ear if he fights, all right? Now, Aurora police insist they are not the ones who requested the use of ketamine. It was Aurora paramedics. McLean went into cardiac arrest on his way to the hospital. He died six days later. And according to an autopsy, the coroner could not determine how McLean died and wouldn't rule out homicide at the hands of Aurora PD, but added it may have been physical exertion. The Aurora, or excuse me, the attorney representing the McCallan family says, McLean family says, they were not aware of tonight's press conference and calls this surprise Friday night press conference another example of Aurora doing its best to keep Elijah's family and the community in the dark. Aurora police say the officers were put on leave and they are back on the job. The department is still looking into use of force in this case. Now, there was no charges filed against these officers. And did you hear the uh, reporters say that they put him in a controlled uh, cardio uh, uh, choke hole? First of all, how can it be controlled if you choke the man till he's unconscious? Number one, I don't call that control. Well, then again, it could have been controlled. That could have been there their uh their uh what they wanted to do that could have been the outcome that they was looking for 
choke him until he passes out. Now, but afterwards, their actions are even more horrific after the guy passes out. They administer ketamine. Uh, now, I don't know what paramedics in what part of the world besides Aurora that uses ketamine to bring back an unresponsive human being. Because from what I know about it, that's a horse tranquilizer. Used on horses. So where did they get off saying that the police officers are blaming it on the paramedics and the coroner is uh, don't want to step on anybody's toes. He don't want to rule out homicide, but yet he don't want to say it's homicide. When this man's death is a direct result from the interactions of the police. And then uh, the paramedics go in to uh, finish the job. But uh, 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 the family needs to get, I know they got their own attorney, but you need to get your own uh, pathologist and uh, have them do their own autopsy on your loved one. If you want to come to the uh, conclusion of uh how he really passed away because Aurora police or uh, uh, Aurora uh, um, medical examiner and the uh, uh, paramedics seem to be all on one accord. They're sticking together and they had in the death of uh, Elijah McClain. And along with all of that, we just remember they all got off scot-free. Not one of them is being charged. They're not even being brought up on charges. Are you kidding? What else is in this potluck dinner? Controlled carotid chokehold. Please remember that, ladies and gentlemen, because that's a damn new one on me. If I remember correctly, ain't that the same thing they did to uh, Eric Garner? And he died from it as well. So I'm I'm sure this controlled carotid hold is very successful for what they want to use it for. Death of a black man. Wendy Williams, she's in this potluck dinner as well. I know you're not surprised because she's always in the news about uh, one thing or another. But uh, she has some pretty cruel things to say to uh, gay men. And uh, here they are. Clap if you're participating in Galentine's Day. Well, first of all, if you're a man and you're clapping, you're not even a part of this, okay? I don't care if you're gay. You don't get a mency every 28 days. I get offended by the idea that we go through something you will never go through and stop wearing our skirts and our heels. They'll never get the menopause, but 
Look at here now, um, gay men. You'll never be the woman that we are. Now, Galantine. Can you believe that? Uh, yeah, I can. But uh, apparently a bunch of gay men got offended with that. So she said all of that during this, uh, I guess, girls' friendship week, gala, gala, or whatever it was. But anyway, she rubbed some feathers the wrong way. So she had to get out there and do a song and dance if she wanted to uh, get rid of all that backlash. I didn't mean to hurt anybody's feelings. I'm 55 years old, and maybe I sounded like your auntie, your mother, your big sister, or somebody out of touch. I'm not out of touch, except for perhaps yesterday, by saying what I said. So I deeply apologize, and I deeply appreciate the support that I get from the community. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. <clears throat> That's Wendy Williams for you. And uh, she's always saying something uh, out of pocket. Even the other day, she made a, a horrible comment about Drew Carey's ex-fiance, who, by the way, passed away, if you hadn't heard about it. Yeah, apparently she was murdered and, and pushed off a, off a, a balcony. And that's where uh, Wendy Williams made her terrible comment when she was uh, commenting on the issue. She used the phrase from Drew Carey's show at uh, The Price is Right. Come on down. And that was exactly the most horriblest things that you could say when the uh, girl was pushed off of a balcony and your phrase is come on down. I guess you'll be the next contestant. And she pointed her head going downwards, like looking toward the, toward the ground when she did it. I don't know if she apologized for that one or not, but that was definitely cruel. And, uh, uh, you know, they just need to end her career and get her off of here before she, ends up being another male bashing uh, back uh, black figure used by the uh, white mainstream media. But anyway, guys, that's the end of the uh, potluck dinner. Uh, I hope you had a plate full. I'm sure by now that you finished your, your coffee or your tea or latte. And I uh, hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed it. Mine's, uh, I want y'all each and everyone to have a uh, safe and blessed day. And I'll be looking forward to uh, coming into your homes and workplaces and cars again on my next episode of uh, Chilling with Teddy G. I'm your host, Ted Greer, and have a good day. Mm -hmm.